Hey y'all, this is Sue. And this is Trey. And, and welcome, welcome to Stage 30. We hope you guys have some time to vibe with us. Because I got some shit to say. Hello, we back. Yeah, we're back. And actually, we just got back from a little trip to yes. San Diego. Um, Shit, where do we start? Um, San Diego was actually way more than we expected. It was just like... A cute little place like everything was super duper cute um, yeah super li- like a super lit place was not expecting for mm-hmm. i don't have any expectation at. like honestly yeah. we were just like southwest has a sale <laughs> boom where can we go and do like two to three days max that's right. not too far and so it was like it's either la san diego or vegas like right. it is right. what it is so and i haven't been on vacation i haven't been on an airplane all year which is like out of just out of pocket completely not something that i've done in ever oh, wow. pro- i feel like it's been a um while. so i haven't gone anywhere so it was just a you know que- easy quick getaway mm-hmm. not you know something in, not really too stress-free not re- we didn't really have a plan we just was like let's zero just plans zero plans other than us like uh not really last minute but us just being like okay well let's try to meet people out there like right. Um, who's in San Diego, who wants to link up and meet with stage 30. We're out here. Let's go have drinks. Let's do happy hour, whatever. So shout out to Lola for coming out and yes, kicking it with us. That was yes. really dope. Um, and girl, I'm sure we'll see you again. You were so cool. Um, but yeah, before we went to San Diego, I think I just got on Yelp and like Google and like, what can we get into food spots, rooftop things, whatever, because I only know San Diego from, well, my uncle's in the military or was in the military, so we would go out to visit him. Mm-hmm. And then everything else that you see on, like, TV is very, like, surfboard, right. beach-type atmosphere. And it was the opposite of that, honestly, with all the stuff that we did. Right. So. Yeah, we we ate. <laughs> we drank. Um, yeah. I definitely was, like, expecting to just, it just be sand and surfboards and a really chill like kind of place but san diego was actually very lit like their social nightlife scene <laughs> is i'm sorry i had it was just better than home yeah and i was about to say that but i was about to say like a little disclaimer like no offense <laughs> <laughs> but um i think oh excuse me i think the vibe in san diego was way more lit than the bay area and these are my reasons why yeah I don't want to go off the limb and say that they have better DJs. I'm not going to say that because I have not heard every single DJ in the Bay Area. But what I will say is, um, like, I know growing up in the Bay Area in our Black Friday, Black Saturday days, we kind of stray away from playing certain type of music because yeah. it starts fights or, you know, like, it's just all our parties used to end up in fights and that's yeah. just what it or is. Or a shootout. Yeah. Fight shootout. And it's not, we don't really have the best nightlife, but I hope we are removed from that. Like I would like to hear like old school jams in a party or whatever that wouldn't start a fight. Like I don't really go out as much as I used to, but it would be nice because we were in San Diego. This DJ took us all over the country Right. From like New Orleans bounce music to Atlanta, whatever trap, whatever they listen to in Atlanta, to Miami, booty shaking. We was in Houston. We was at Go-Go in D.C. Yeah. We was back to like, he played literally everything and 
I ain't seen not one fight break out. It was no beef, no nothing. And it was just a really, really, really good time. And some of those songs I know for sure back when I was in high school would start some shit in the Bay Area. You know, and I just think for some reason DJs now also are not doing a good job of reading the crowd of people that are actually in the room. So I know that we're in like the little Yachty Vert, little um, extension, hair extension, whatever his name is. I don't know these people. Well, I like Uzi. I know Uzi, Uzi is a vibe. I know Uzi because <laughs> he gives you a little shoulder. But the majority uh-huh. of like these young, newer artists, I have no idea who these people are. And they all starting to kind of look alike. They I are. can't keep up with it. But um, I know that we're like in this era of like Xanax rap yeah. music. And that is not what gets the party going. Like, yeah. it's just not. And... When I'm listening to like older rap or rap that's a little bit more nostalgic, I feel like it puts music puts people in a mood. Yeah. It puts people in a space. And every single song that a DJ plays is going to resonate with people each person differently, right. but it always makes you reminisce and remember a time and how you felt at that time. So when he's doing a cash money tribute mix, yep. that's going to make me Gator think about when boo. I had one. When he played that, I was right. like, oh, okay. Right. It's going to make me remember when I wore FUBU. Like, it's going to make yep. me feel some Lady type of Niche. way. Right. <laughs> Hell of allure outfits. And, like, I think that DJs need to also pay attention, like, even though we're in a 21 and up uh, establishment, sometimes those 21 and up establishments are actually like 27 and up, 28, yeah, 29, 30 I didn't and up. see no young people I didn't at that either. spot. So. Or maybe they was young and just looked old in the face because I'm seeing that that's a trend currently. But <laughs> but every, everyone in there definitely look older. And I notice it when we go out like in there are young parties and I tend to walk in and walk back out because I feel like a chaperone. Like I can just tell that I'm I'm a little too old to be at this party. But when you have, um, if you're DJing somewhere and everyone looks, you know, mature or of a certain age group, then you should play music that suits them. Yeah. Right. And I like, and don't get me wrong, like I have my little Apple music playlist and I listen to some of the new age artists, but I can't do like a whole night of it. Right. And another thing I can't do a whole, as much as I love Drake, I cannot listen to Drake all night. I love Drake. I love damn near every song Drake puts out. Right. But I can't. And I'm, and another thing, I love Beyonce. I don't want to hear Beyonce in the club. I I don't. don't. I don't. It's just not, her music is for a different Beyonce for is me. for when it's after two and the lights came on. Yeah. I, and I, I'm I just wanna, <laughs> I love Beyonce, but I definitely uh, don't want to hear um um what's what's the song? Seven eleven. I don't want to hear put a ring on it. I don't want to hear single, <laughs> single ladies. ladies. In the club. That's gonna make me upset. It's just that's like yeah. somebody playing Mariah Carey in a club. Certain yeah. musical artists don't necessarily belong in a club setting to me, even though unless their music it's is before phenomenal. the turn up or after the turn. Like you know, yeah. you played a little intro music and then the outro music. Like I get that. So, Anyways, yeah, I'm so, not a DJ, you know. but I was just <laughs> I was just saying that's what made the difference for me or for sure. us when we were in San Diego because. We probably sat down like out here. We will probably sit down all night out there. We didn't sit down really at all Mm-mm. or maybe like one or two songs because it was so hype. Like it really, really felt like we were in Atlanta. Yeah, it definitely gave Atlanta vibes. We looked around and everybody was going like 
I don't even think you're allowed to stand on couches there, but then they was playing certain songs and people was on couches. They had, and another thing is in the Bay area, we can't, we don't have hookah. We don't have like hookah bars like that. Where yeah, you, can you don't have like, hookah like a and club. Drink. Yeah. yeah. So that was very Atlanta. So long story short, I'm going to be back. I'm yeah. going to go back. It was Since cool. I see another, um, another Southwest deal, I'm going to hop on it. Cause San Diego was really, really, really lit. And we didn't even get to touch San Diego. Like no. really, we weren't there long enough for one, but for, and it was but cold. It was, yeah, but it also was so many spots there. Like they have an entire strip of like bars and restaurants yep. and lounges and, and things. Far. And we didn't really even make it that far. And it was so many people out in the streets. And it was just like, okay, it kind of looked like what a first Friday in Oakland would look like. Yeah. But um, less regulated. Like people yeah. had way more freedom. Because so, I didn't see that many like officers. No, like. I didn't see the police that much at all. We also stayed in a really, really cute neighborhood in Hillcrest yeah and i loved all of like the buildings and the flowers and the way that the houses and stuff were set up and that area it, it just seems like even in the residential neighborhoods they have so much access to like bars food just as everything's walking spots. distance yeah it was like okay people out here they're like oh you could take a uber but the uber is only five minutes away and it, your yeah. uber rides are like seven dollars max yeah. and i'm just like oh at home we gonna spend a dub like just, yeah it, <laughs> It was just a very, 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 very different vibe. And I liked it a lot. And it was crazy because we also saw one of our homegirls, Ashley. Yes. And she was like, y'all not going to see nobody black. It's only going to be seven people. And then we go out and I don't know if all the black people knew we was in town. <laughs> but, honey, I, I saw nothing but black people once we got to this spot. Like, right. everybody was black. Yeah. So that was cool, too. So, yeah. Um, they yeah. had a lot of transplants there, mostly probably because of the military. But a lot of the black people that w that we did meet were not actually from San Diego. They were from mm -hmm. Chicago and Jamaica and all of these other places. So. Which was cool, too, because I would have never thought people like vacate. Like, I wouldn't have thought that black people vacation to San Diego. The only th black time I knew black people went to San Diego was to go to SeaWorld. And they were taking their kids. I never known for black people to be like, oh, I'm about to go to San Diego. Yeah. So for us to see so many black people, it was just like. It was cool. Yeah. Because even um, cool. Lola, the girl that came out with us, she don't yeah. live in San Diego. She was just out there kicking it. So. Yeah. Also, <laughs> shout out to Rachel. Yes. Ray, Ray Chi Chi is her Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> R-A-Y-Y-C-H-I-C-H-I. -I. Shout out to my boo, Ray Chi-Chi. Follow That's her. That's so damn funny. <laughs> hey, girl. Yes, yes. So um, something else interesting happened when we were in San Diego. Oh, we um, went to, was that the Hilton? What hotel was it? It was It was the Hilton. And we went to a Hilton hotel, mm -hmm. um, and they have like this, it's not rooftop, but it's like this, you know, bar that's at one of the like it's at, at the, the fortieth. It's on the last yeah, floor. It's like on the last floor, uh -huh. on the fortieth floor. Super nice. It overlooks the city. And so while we, you know, we walked up and it was a really like quiet kind of bar. Oh and so God. we walked. And we in had to meet the loudest people oh my in that. God. So we end up. Like we're standing there and we're getting ready to turn around and walk out. And some like older Caucasian men were like, ladies, <laughs> my God. where are you guys going? Want to play backgammon? They were, they were sitting, they brought their own backgammon <laughs> to the bar to play. It was Don't nobody wild. play no damn backgammon. So, you know, we sit down with them, you know, we're being polite, have a conversation with them. They order wine, we have drinks, whatever. And I don't know if it was because the drinks were flowing 
but sometimes they got people, real comfortable. Yeah, they get real, a little bit real, too real comfortable. Um, and it, but we drank like four bottles of red wine. They did. <laughs> well, yeah, they did. They drank four bottles. I, you know, they just started. They probably were already half drunk before we even got there, and then it was just like, oh, we got more people to sit here oh, while we're playing. Do you want a glass? Let me get another bottle. So yes. Yeah, so you know, wealthy older like in their 50s caucasian men and they got real comfortable and just started kind of talking to us about their drug use Mm -hmm. and i just i'm sitting there and they're like oh and when we were in new orleans we had coke and then when Mm -hmm. we were in thailand i tried a little meth and i'm just sitting there like hey (laughs) people be dope fiends and how he was like (laughs) He t- he was in Thailand. He took one type of drug, and it had him feeling too down, so he had to take the other drugs <laughs> to, to, to lift him back up. And so me and my friends are just sitting there staring at each other like, oh, my God, what is this? It just got really weird really, really fast. And Rockstar lifestyle. <laughs> I don't And they're it. older, and it's just like some people. And so that my lesson from this situation was, of course, when people have a lot of money, they live by a completely different set of rules yeah. and it doesn't stop. Like these men were talking about kind of like the glory days, but their glory days never ended because they're still Currently, doing it. Like they're, they're cur- planning yeah. to go to New Orleans to go to a jazz fest and they're planning to get loaded once they yeah. get to New Orleans. And it was like crazy yeah I don't think like their stories from like their 20s and their 30s I've never that's not even something that I would ever want to do or have well I've never imagined doing it and then I wouldn't want to yeah because they're like remember that time I blacked out and it's just like and I broke my foot remember and then I bought that ten thousand dollar painting from the art gallery and I was just like what is I just, to have that kind of money and just be so damn reckless is crazy. It, they have so much, you, they just have to use drugs. They ain't got nothing else to do. You that bored that you're going to try meth? Meth is like the bottom of the barrel But you, you could tell that they were bored as shit. Like you they could tell. They were playing backgammon at the <laughs> like, bar. You can tell like, because what else do you do? You've been living this reckless ass lifestyle for 30 years. Oh, and you know the, what else at, was really interesting? What? Neither of them, they both said they'd never been married and never had any children. He was like, fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) was like, where's your family? Fuck no. Like, and I was just like, what? And that, but that would explain why their lives have been full of stories. And don't get me wrong. Like, I I mean, I don't, I've never tried drugs. Either. Um, The only thing I'm addicted to is shopping. Yeah. And, you know, I'll have my wine or tequila here and there, but I ain't about, uh uh-uh. Yeah. I think the only thing I'm addicted to is cheese. Ooh. (laughs) But, uh, like, I have have food addictions. But other than that, it's just like, so y'all been doing this for 30-plus years. Y'all not tired of it. it. This is life. But I... Don't okay. So like whatever you're into when you're younger, right. I I assumed this is me. Maybe I'm ignorant. I don't know. I assumed that by a certain age, no matter what your race is, you would settle down to some extent. Yeah. And 
not necessarily like if having a family is not your thing fine right right but i mean like settle down your life like at what point do you be like okay i'm gonna stop i mean god has blessed me enough to where i'm not dead from all my bad decisions right so i'm going to stop being a fuck up like when at what point Cause they were like, he said he was 50 years old and he was not trying to stop Mm -hmm. ever. He was going to the end. And that's strange to me. Cause there's so many things that I used to do a month ago, three (laughs) months ago, last year, five years ago that I would never do now. And I thought, I guess I just assumed that everybody was like that, but being around them, it's like, yo, like some people never stop. You, they don't and it and it they don't just stop. you have to also just take like an inventory of the things that are like appealing to you and that are not appealing to you yeah. and I mean it goes from everything from the food that you eat to the way you wear your hair to your clothing to the places that you go so on and so forth but I'd never been in a setting where I sat with people who were successful yeah mind very. you so because we always see like people who never really did anything with their lives and yeah. they've g- became seniors or uh, adults and they ain't never doing they not doing nothing but it's just that's who they are right these people have reached a level of success that people can't even imagine Ever. and they still mm-hmm. are living in a fantasy world almost or maybe that's just my perspective a fantasy world where it they kinda- don't have any rules it kind of is a fantasy world because, I mean, with that's what we do when we're on vacation, minus the drugs. I'm sure. just saying, like, we live our best lives <laughs> on vacation. Yeah. Like, we turn up, we drink more than we would when we're at home. We stay out way later than we yes, would at honey. home. We eat more than we would have ate at home. Like, we do all these things on vacation that we would in hell. I dance with dudes. Yeah. on vacation i don't, I don't dance do with here. these niggas <laughs> like, <laughs> like i don't do that yeah. but i don't dance we do all these things on vacation so we look out i mean we look at these things like oh that's lit we we on vacation we having a good time and their their whole life is a vacation, a vacation. they were like oh we're going to uh uh Cabo in a couple of weeks you guys should come and so you know we ain't finna tell these dudes you know I'm, like, I got like, work. I'm not going no goddamn where with you because that's what yeah, I really wanted to say I'm not going but I'm not going but um that was my response I was like hey you know we got jobs we gotta go to work and his response to me was like work fuck work <laughs> like, <laughs> never worked for anybody in my fucking life they and, don't I was, get and I was just sitting there and I was like <laughs> he doesn't understand two total different ways of life yeah and we so okay i just thought about this right now so like you're you're young you're you know you're out you've cute whatever and you meet like a old rich white successful man right yeah or black man he can be black he could be rich successful whatever race doesn't even matter actually um how do you even what do you have to talk about because even at that table, the one that was sitting next to me, he was like, um, so tell me something about you. And I didn't have nothing to say because it would have been so boring like, <laughs> in comparison to like what, you know, what they had. going. Like, what do you want me to like? Yeah. Like um, when I turned 18, I went to college. Yeah. And then when I graduated college, yeah. I kicked it. And then I came home. Like that's boring in comparison to like what, what they had going on. And I remember like when I was maybe 
I don't know, 23. Mm-hmm. I tried to date somebody who was like 33. So like 10 years yeah. older than me. Yeah. And I hated it. And I hated it because we didn't have anything in common. True. Like the stuff he was saying, I'm just sitting at the table like, hmm. you boring. <laughs> <laughs> know why he liked like I was just like there's no possible way that I am attractive to you yeah like outside of looks like you might be attracted to me physically but outside of that like what's coming out of my mouth cannot possibly be interesting and it was kind of crazy because as I'm sitting and they're telling me like they're telling us all of these like wild things that they've done in their past or currently or plan on doing on their next vacation I'm sitting there and I'm just like hey they doing too much like I'm I'm the adult in this situation. <laughs> and I'm like, but your hair is white. Like, this doesn't make sense. I, I don't have nothing in common with people that are older. I don't. And the, the funniest thing is we ain't got nothing in common with these motherfuckers that's younger either. We don't. The shit that they are in, excited about or into and getting ready to do, we just be like, oh. Yeah, being 30 is weird, yo. Because I'm just... <laughs> It's true. It's like we're too old, but we're not old enough. Yeah. We're like right. We're in the middle. For we're right sure. in the middle. We're right in the middle. And right in the middle when it comes to everything. We're right in the middle yeah. when it comes to the social scene. We're right in the middle when it comes to romantic relationships. We're right <laughs> in the middle when it comes to our careers. We're right in the middle when it comes to fashion. I mean, we can't slide to Forever 21 too often, but we ain't finna be at Ann Taylor Loft too often. <laughs> right. What is, what is why? the middle? Listen, New, Zara. York, New York and company <laughs> popped up on my computer the other day. Hey, but they got some stuff. They got some and I, Wait, because I didn't even know Gabrielle Union had. <laughs> so and I got like three pants, three little slacks, high waisted slacks in my um in my little cart. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to hit, you know, I'm going to buy that on payday. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, are you really on New York and company? Yes, like, how old are you? You're Why 32. are you on? And I asked my mom, I was mm-hmm. like, did you used to shop at? And she was like, oh, uh-huh. yeah, I used to go but to that back store. in the day, they used to go to the Limited. That was yeah. their spot. and we was at Limited, too. Exactly. But I'm just, I could not believe I was on. And it was like a little advertisement that went across the top. And I was like, oh, that's cute. And uh-huh. clicked it. And uh-huh. then it didn't dawn on me what website mm-hmm. I was on. Mm-hmm. And then I looked, I was like... New York and what girl I bought some chinos the other day I said oh I've arrived I'm officially I bought some chinos and I increased the font size on my phone oh my god like like, hey am I really about to be like at (laughs) bitch and Taylor got some heat for them for the OGs and Taylor black black house white market or that's why I'm about to start shop like Mm because it's mm -hmm. And what what is well, what's the, the other one? Cold Water Creek, bitch. That's the other uh, one. I'm not going to that. Like mm-hmm. it it makes me it made me feel old as hell shopping <laughs> on New York and Company. Uh-huh. But I didn't know Gabrielle Union was on there. I was like, oh, "Okay, her little Listen, collection is real cute." Her- I had no idea cuz I would have never thought of this, you know, this company because I don't it's like I don't really want to grow up yet cuz I do find myself like still walking in Forever 21 yeah. and I go in Forever 21 and I'd be like why everything look like I got to go to Coachella every weekend? Like everything look like a festival outfit. Like regardless of the season it's for the festival. Like I'm too old for forever 21. And I I don't mean like a little shirt or, you know, whatever here here and there, there. but to shop. Yeah. I'm way too old for forever 21. That's out. I'm too old. And I think that I'm still like in this weird transition period where I'm like, okay, 
bitches, we finna, like, I gotta get my coins up, but it sounds like we need to be at Nordstrom. Listen. Because that's where established, esteemed, mature women, they go. I'm struggling right now because I've never bought, like, a bag. Like, I've never bought a bag. I've always wanted one. Um, the most I've ever spent on myself is probably $200. Like if y'all spend more than that, don't be looking at me like this broke bitch. But anyways, mm-hmm. I've never, I've never spent more than that in one setting or yeah. on one, uh, I'll put it on one item. Cause I've definitely spent, I've went shopping and spent a lot of money, but sure. I've never spent more than like $200 on one item. So clothing item, clothes. Yeah. Clothing item. So it's really weird to me because I'll see like little purses and handbags and I'm like, oh, those are really cute. But it's like now that I'm getting older, I'm like, "Mm, but I'm going to spend $40 on this bag and it's not really going to last me Mm -hmm. because the leather is this. Mm -hmm. And I never thought about Mm -hmm. the quality of leather Mm -hmm. when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like, okay. But if I buy this, I'm going to have it for a long time. And then I probably can get some type of insurance on it. And then, like, I, I've never made those type of decisions. Yep. And I neither have I. My mother growing up always, we would get into, like, arguments with mostly her telling me I ain't buying <laughs> that shit and me just accepting it because I yeah. didn't have the money. What the hell I was going to do? Talk back and get popped? Not yeah. me. So, I never cared because I just wanted cute, trendy shit. Yeah. But now that I'm older, I'm questioning the quality and the price it. point of literally everything. Yep. Down Same. to, I've been wanting these um, super flare, high-waisted jeans from um, Free People. Mm. I finally I just, went to Free People. Oh, I just bought some Free People. I love Free today. People. But Free People, they pissed me off with this. So I order them because they didn't have my size in store and they ship it to my house or whatever, try them on. And I'm like, these jeans are $80. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I knew they was $80 when I bought them, but they feel like jeggings. Mm. So I got thick thighs, thick thighs to save lives. Anytime I buy jeans or any pants that feel too much like thiggings, uh, leggings Leggings, (laughs) the thighs rub out and then I get a tear in the thighs every single time yeah I think I might have to give gap a rest too because all my gap jeans are starting oh see mine don't do that mine do my gap jeans don't do it but every other brand express all of that other stuff that I've had that have like stretch in them gap is the only one that's been holding up so I'm like $80 in these and they're thin they're not even like heavy duty thick jeans and I'm like I took it back and I still want them. So I'm still going back and forth on if I'm going to buy them again, but I just didn't even feel comfortable because they was too paper thin. It's hard. I just bought some free people today, but I was at Nordstrom's rack. So I mm-hmm. saved myself a couple of dollars, right. but, um, they are heavy. They are. And I was yeah. just like, but, but you're right. Um, I'll try it on a dress and I'm like feeling on the material. The material. Yes. I've never done that. Yes. Looking at the stitching. Look at, if it's not $7. Right. Then I need, then to, I need for this shit to be quality because yeah. I'm not going to keep giving y'all my no. money for shit that I washed one time and all the threads is going to come loose and be Cold. in pieces. Like, yeah. but that's a part of like growing up and maturity. That's why I go and I shop at Zara, but yeah. I have to pick and choose. I'm very selective on even the shit that I get from Zara. Cause yep. a lot of shit at Zara is not produced in a quality way at all. It's just but they not. do have different, um, like, I know they have like the, the TRF cheaper, and then yeah. they have the whatever they do. But and the price I'm, point be different too. Yeah, sure do. But <laughs> even the stuff that's the cheaper price point, it don't necessarily be worth that price. So you just got to really. <sighs> Anyways, we completely went off on a tangent, but I, it's did, just. But, we, but it was on point at one point. <laughs> yeah. But this is, this is how it is when you get to this age, like everything 
everything matters. Right. It it matters. Like buy quality shit. Yep. And I'm struggling now because I'm just like, I mean, I'm not really into fashion, but I would like to be not like, I'm talking about like my own personal threads. Like I would like to dress better or whatever. So before my friends help me, I'm trying to <laughs> do it myself or, you know, at least buy like um, pieces that I could wear like more than one time. So yeah. I'm definitely in there like feeling material and like, okay, how many summers is this going to last me? And can I also wear this in the winter? Like, right. um, it's different. And I never, never, never thought about this. And if you guys are over 30, I'm sure, I'm sure this is happening. This is happening to you. And I remember like, I used to buy, and I still do buy Steve Madden sometimes, but yeah. I remember like Steve Madden was like my go-to, yeah. like always, always, always. But even now, like if I buy like a shoe or something from Steve Madden, I'm just like, but is it real leather? Because mm-hmm. sometimes Steve Madden would try to charge you $200 for, for leather. Yeah, like no. Polyurethane material. He's no. notorious. Steve Madden used to be much cheaper, and he didn't play people like that. But yeah, he, he but they, one. but he is starting to come out with like some real suede and real leather stuff. But just pay attention before you spend all that money, right. um, because you be the word that them boots or whatever in the rain, and then them boots is a wrap. So, right. yeah, just pay attention to that. But what I did want to talk to you guys this week about this <laughs> week, this episode, or whenever you decide to listen to the show, um. So I was out a couple weeks ago with my friends and um, we were just sitting there and we're talking about like the dating life and this and, you know, over 30, it just, this is what we talk about. It is what it is. And so I ended up meeting a guy that night, super nice guy, hella respectful, a gentleman, real handsome. He wasn't from here. So I was like, oh, you're not from here. Hello. You know, because we tend to get people extra points when they're not from here. But right. um, it was just a trip. So I was just like, okay, well, we just got through talking about um, relationships and all that stuff. And then he just arrived. So in my head, I'm like, was this guy? No, it was definitely the devil because listen to this, y'all. <laughs> so <laughs> he, okay, so he hit me up and he's like, um, let's go, let's go out. I want to take you on a date, whatever. How's Wednesday? What's your schedule looking like? I'm like, okay. I actually I had plans on Wednesday. I was supposed to do the spot. I think I talked to you guys the last episode saying I wanted to try this spot experience. But um, you know, we don't get dates that often. So I was just like, okay, well, let me just reschedule my spa and go on this date. Cool. Huge mistake. Never do that. Let me t- okay, I'm gonna come back to that. Long story short, before the day of the date, we're texting and out of nowhere. He's like, didn't you, did you say you, um, you used to be a gymnast or you did gymnastics? And I'm like, why? Cause instantly I already knew he was about to be goofy. You knew it was about to be stupid. I knew. And I'm like, why? And the only reason why for, if y'all wanted the only reason why he brought up gymnastics, cause when he joined the conversation at the table with me and my friends, um, we were talking about eating healthy, working out, that type of stuff. And like most dudes, which I understand, they'll be like, oh, you don't really need to lose weight, blah, 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 blah. And I get it, and I appreciate it, but this is a personal thing. It's not really to impress y'all. It's not about you, bro. It's, it's not about you. And, you know, so we were just talking. I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, I used to be an athlete. I, I So it's like, in my, even though that was so many years ago, in my mind, I know what, like, what I look like when I'm, like, in shape. Right. And so, so that's the only reason why he knew that I did gymnastics in my past life. And so he's like, 
did did you say you was a gymnast? And I was like, yeah, why? He was like, oh, um, you can do the splits. <laughs> like, I hate, it. I hate him so much. I don't even know him, and I hate him. And I'm like, why? Now I'm getting mad. I'm why? I was like, no, I can't do the splits. Why? And he's like, oh, um, my mind was in the gutter. Like, okay, all right. So then I just ignored him, right? And he kept texting me good morning how's work and I just I could not bring it to myself to respond because how dare you right like I just don't understand why people don't have a little bit more respect for themselves and mm-hmm. respect for the person that they're interacting with to not ask dumbass questions like that like it's first of all is inappropriate Very. at this stage. Now, if this was, you know, y'all been talking for a while, and he was like, eh, you know, I'm trying to say, you, just say. <laughs> you know, something different. It, when it got there, that's different. But in the beginning stages and having a conversation, you're already letting the person know that you are a creep or that your, your motivation child, yeah. is sexual right now. Like, you ain't even try to hide it. Like, no. that's the thing that kills me. And it's like, I when men... When I've not, this has happened to me before too. Like when I've met guys and they automatically start having, trying to have a sexual conversation with you or bringing up anything sex related. It is a major turnoff because for one, I don't even think I want to have sex with you yet. Like don't, don't bring that up. And for two, it makes me believe that nobody ever thinks they want to have sex with you (laughs) and you never get no type of cat because this is the way that you behave. You're too excited. You act like, like a child that just discovered that they have a penis. It's so weird. And I can't. How old are, like, I just think at a certain age, whether or not a woman knows how to do the split shouldn't even matter because if we're going to have sex, we're going to have sex no matter what the position is. So whether I'm doing the splits or I'm doing backflips or if I'm whatever, like synchronized swimming, it doesn't matter. Like in my opinion, like shout out to the women who do know how to do the splits, but honestly over 30, I don't know too many of (laughs) y'all. And that's just the facts. Like when, if unless you're like some yoga person or like a yogi or whatever, your thirty year old ass can't do the splits. Yeah, you cannot. I don't care. None of my friends know how to do the splits except for my one friend that does yoga. <laughs> Period. So it's like you're you're immature. Like if that is really really immature. We didn't even make it to the first date, and I know we had an episode about the about first dates and how we don't make it. This is why. So right. the next person who asks me why I don't go on dates or why I'm single, I'm just going to screenshot this whole last conversation and send it to them. And the crazy thing about it is because I also want to touch on that. Like women talk about this type of shit happening to them all the time. Yeah. And it's been widely discussed just because of like us talking about like men's unwanted advances, um, you know, the Me Too movement, just getting unwanted attention or women being a victim, being victims of sexual assault or right. sexual harassment or sexual abuse, anything like that. And so the conversation for some reason always like kind of navigates into, 
oh, well, you're bringing that type of attention. Um, you know, you're being pursued by anybody that approaches right. you in a certain way is a reflection of who you are. And, that's and it's a reflection of your character. And that is the dumbest shit. And I've, somebody tweeted it. This girl, Vex Mentals on Twitter, she tweeted, who the fuck told you idiots that being pursued by someone who doesn't fit your standards is a reflection of your own character. Yeah. And I need that narrative to stop because you can have a regular ass conversation or just say hello to a and guy it completely and it will south. turn into something that you had no idea was ever gonna come up on its own yeah. that you didn't ask for i told y'all like a million episodes ago a man in the club asked me if i had ever had an abortion before because i didn't have any kids yeah. like conversations people lack basic tact and social skills so conversation will stories just for fast. days and i guarantee you I didn't ask for none of it like and not even and not even just on like sexual conversation or anything like that. People are just weird and I'm not a weird person. I'm not a weird person like I'm very I may do like weird shit, but I'm not (laughs) a weird person. And so there's no way that I'm out here um, like there's no reason why weird people need to always approach me or try to be in my circle. That's not the energy I'm putting out here. I don't understand it. So when I do see like these memes or people going in like, Oh, well, what what you doing to get that type of attention or what you, what you doing or what type of energy you putting out there for that to happen? You must be doing something wrong. It's like, I said, hello. And you know what? And it's always that type of energy of, around like oh if every guy that you dated wasn't good maybe it's just you no motherfucker it was them and the (laughs) reality of it is it's like when you are an attractive woman you gonna attract everything Everything. you have more of a chance of of attracting a fuck boy or somebody that's stupid or somebody that doesn't have basic sense than somebody who is not attractive and although we discussed this before on another episode that attractiveness is personal like what one person believes is attractive another person may or may not but by and large people can come to a general consensus on the things that they believe are attractive or are not. So with that being said, when you find, you find, and everybody wants a piece. So you're going to get these dumb ass people that are like, uh, can you hit the splits? Have you ever had a baby? Uh, you know, we didn't even make it to the first day. Like we didn't even make it. We did not make it. And I always wonder, like, what what would even possess you to ask something like that? He wanted to know, cause in his mind we was gonna we was gonna slide, and he wanted to make sure that I was gonna do the splits. <laughs> he was trying to make sure he wasn't missing out on no tricks. But why, like, why would that even be topic of discussion? Within the first two days, like help, like he was trying to see your acrobats, uh, acrobatic movements immediately. That is so strange to me. And all I did was agree to hang out. Right. That's it. I was like, okay, we can go watch the game. That's cool. And you canceled your damn plans. And I can't. And so, yeah. So what I've learned from this situation is I'm not canceling anything. Like, I mean, granted, it was a spa thing. But it was something that I really wanted to do. But the only reason why, because we were also going to San Diego. So I didn't really have like that many days in the week to do stuff. Like I wasn't going to be free on the weekend. I wasn't. So I was just like, 
all right, yeah, Wednesday's cool. But then when this happened, I was so mad. Like, the first thing I did before I told my friends was I called the spa to see if I can get my um my package back. So if y'all don't learn nothing else from me, never, ever, ever cancel your plans for these niggas. Don't do it. And I think you also just like, I think we need to hone in on the fact that we need to hold people accountable for the shit that they say and the shit that they do. Like you can't just push it off and place blame on somebody who didn't initiate or even start that type of dialogue. Like you can't, turn and say oh this is the energy that you're bringing and fail to hold anybody accountable you can't keep letting people slide with bad behavior especially these men out here and so like me and sue talked about this too just when men do things that are like pursuing us or trying to take us on dates that rub us the wrong way making the choice of whether we decide to be silent about the issue yeah. or to speak up about it. And a lot of times in the past, I, I used just to just let be it go. silent or I would just ghost and not say anything. But I, I probably told y'all this before, like a guy did something, a guy that was trying to pursue me um, like in 2016 or whatever, did some really like cat weird stuff. And I wasn't interested in dating him any further than what we had already, you know, Mm -hmm. the dates we had went on the date we went on and the conversation that we were having. But I, for a long time, I just kept ignoring him when he kept hitting me up because he did something that I didn't like. And I, finally got over it and was just like you know what I'm gonna tell him what he did wrong we're never gonna have another conversation ever again but I'm gonna tell him exactly where he fucked up so Mm. that he don't carry this bullshit to another woman and become her problem because not there aren't enough men holding each other accountable for the foul shit that they're doing they're praising each other and giving each other high fives and slaps on the back for being stupid so in order for us to take care of ourselves and each other it's almost like we're not it's not our job but it's a duty that we end up having to do yeah and so originally I wasn't going to respond but then after talking to my friends I was like all right I'm gonna say something so after like the third day of ignoring (laughs) him I I decided you know I responded and I told him exactly what it was that rubbed me the wrong way and um and why and thank god he didn't he wasn't an asshole about it he was just like you know i understand um it was really nice meeting you and your homegirls like you guys have a safe trip blah 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 blah. and i appreciated that but it's like i really hope he listened to what i said and not Mm -hmm. do that to someone else so if you guys ever meet him whatever tall fine black dude from ohio i'm just playing (laughs) if y'all ever meet him like you're welcome right but I do think it's important now for us to say exactly what it is that makes us feel uncomfortable. That way they don't think that it's cool. Cause I, when I was younger, I definitely let a lot of things slide. Like I can, and I think I was saying like, if, if I was like 25 and somebody was like, Oh, you know how to do the splits. I probably would have been like, boy, you stupid. Right. I (laughs) would, it wouldn't even rub me no type of way. And I probably would have still went on a date. And not mm-hmm. even, but now my grown ass, I'm just like, I'm not standing for. Are you thing. dumb? Right. Like, don't don't ask me about the splits. Right. And and uh, and not in every situation, the guy isn't gonna be receptive or understanding. Yeah. And I'm luckily by no this means, one was right. I'm not trying to tell you guys to put yourselves in danger or to get into it with dudes behind the stuff that they say or do. But 
I don't want women to continue to feel like they can't speak up for themselves when somebody does something that's out of line. I mean, I've told dudes, you know, rejected their advancements or told a guy something that he did that I didn't like. And they act like it was my fault for like, I'm wrong for being upset that they did something stupid. That is very valid, but it does not take away from your own power and being able to tolerate what you will tolerate and not tolerate what you want and say something when somebody makes you feel uncomfortable, especially when they don't understand that it was inappropriate. And the thing that happened, sometimes I think they don't under, they don't. But on top of that, the thing that happened with Sue was he knew, Oh, he knew, he knew what he said was was inappropriate. Dang off of some comments about gymnastics or something like that. Like, yeah, he knew, he knew it was tacky. He knew it was inappropriate, but he still did it anyway. The same thing with me, the guy that was, you know, pursuing me, when I told him what it was, he flipped it into being like, oh, that wasn't my intention. It, in- it, was, it yeah. was your intention because you did it. Yeah. So sit in it, take ownership of the situation, and accept that you are a fuck up in that. I was trying to t- um, talk to this other dude like not too long ago, and um, he would say a lot of things that were just like, why, the, why would you say right. that? And I would, and he, it got to, he was like, I don't want to be walking on eggshells. It's not about walking on eggshells. It's like, you should really think about the stuff that you are saying when we don't have that type of relationship. Right. Like we don't, you don't know me well enough. People who know me, know me. That's it. (laughs) Like people who know me, know me, but we don't have that type of relationship for you to be asking me about the damn splits and if I used to do gymnastics like how old are you like are you in high school sir because or middle school because hell some of y'all fast asses was sliding in middle school and y'all was worried about the splits in middle school right because that's when them little dances was coming out (laughs) you know what I'm saying like the little Mm -hmm. split dances and all that like I just think it's so tacky and men, you know, better don't ask a woman anything that you wouldn't want nobody to ask your mama. Don't do it. Did you say you was going to start saying Yeah, that anytime too? somebody <laughs> say something and a man Do your mama know how to do the splits? Yeah, do your mama know? Can do your, your mom granny? be pop on the handstand? Do I your am. granny be doing the splits on your granny? Yeah. Like, yeah. don't. Don't ask me anything that you wouldn't want, no, that you would see as disrespectful. Somebody said it to somebody that you actually gave a fuck about. Yeah. But it's definitely like. And yeah, the type of people that you meet, it's not always. It's never it's, a reflection of who you are. Yeah, it's not. They were attracted to you, whether they liked your clothing, they liked how your face looked, they liked how you smelled when you walked by, but that fucking person does not know you. They don't know your character. Yeah. They don't know your personality. They don't know your mama and them. They don't know a goddamn thing about you. So for you, to, for people to make just statements like, oh, you attracted, you are who you attract. No, the fuck I'm not. <laughs> and the reason why I'm not is, and that's why I'm not with them. Cause they ain't me, bitch. If they yeah. was me, we would be together. I'm fabulous. <laughs> what? I'm just saying. But yeah, so I, I I want that to be over and done with, like, cause I I would love yeah. to meet somebody that was like me, but it ain't it ain't it ain't happen. Stop. So ladies out there, you know, oh, just wait for Mister Right. If you get your spirit right, if you get your energy together, <laughs> if you if you do this, if you do Shut that, up. if you go to church, if you do all of these things, you're gonna find Mister Right, and I guarantee you, in all of those situations, you will find Mister Wrong too. It ain't about that. It don't have nothing to do with that. Like, mm-hmm. I all, 
no shade to the people who are like getting themselves together you should get it get it together for but, yourself but not do for it the person. do it for you because yeah. i see a lot of times you know um people are lighting their candles and they're this and they're like oh i'm trying to um i'm preparing myself for when the right time you know Ooh, what that you, make me, that makes i just be like itch. girl you can light <laughs> all the incense in the world and if somebody gonna play you they gonna play you it Look, has nothing listen. to do with you listening to erica badu on a saturday morning I, like i don't understand don't like why if you went to the berkeley flea market nobody or cares. cares why do you think buying black soap and shea butter <laughs> and all this stuff is about to give you like this a better man that's not no it doesn't work like that it doesn't matter like don't get me wrong like i believe in prayer so if you're praying or whatever and god send you somebody cool but please don't think that you have to be like this you know like this this i don't know if y'all see it on tv or if it's social media like this one type of woman to attract somebody because strippers get wife too and, and <laughs> like process, like that. everybody gets somebody like please and let's touch on that because a lot of the time when we have these types of conversations it's not women telling other women that they need to get some shea butter and light some incense and some candles and be uh get baptized and take communion on sunday and all of this other stuff that women aren't saying that to other women men are telling women what they need to do Mm-mm. But for some reason, these men are always trash. They're not in committed relationships. They mm-hmm. haven't found the woman of their dreams. They're always instructing you on who you need to be, but they're not providing instruction to each other or trying to better themselves so that they make themselves. No, these men are not out here talking about, let me go to church so I can prepare <laughs> myself for when my wife come. Do y'all ever hear that shit? <laughs> Let me get my shit together because I need to be the best husband that I could be. Right. I need my potential. I'm a pray for the best for a wife. Be the best you for you. Like, come on. If you want to go to the gym, go to the gym and lose weight. If you right. want to eat healthier, eat healthier. If you want to dress um better, dress better. If you want to take extra classes in school and get smarter, read more books, do do all of that for you. Because none of that, none of that is going to guarantee that you that you meet a a certain caliber of person. Right. It doesn't mean that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if you kick it in a library, nine times out of ten, you're gonna meet somebody who likes to read books. I mean, <laughs> that's just that's right. the truth. Let's, let's just do like things like sense. yeah, that's common sense. That's facts. If you read you at the library, I guarantee, or if you only shop at Trader Joe's and you meet somebody in a grocery store, he might, you know, be on a health kick too. I understand that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like women who are really, really on this, like, oh, I just gotta um, be in tune with this and that and incense and candles and align my chakras and all this stuff. So a man, right. Who told you that that was going to bring a better man? They lie. Please stop. And do they have a man? Let's talk about do that. Who have a man? Do the men have a man? Some of them got men, but that ain't what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm like, what? (laughs) I'm talking about the people telling you you need to align your life together. Because, I mean, you know, it ain't just men. Women say that, too. You know, they'll be a friend of preaching. If anybody is quoting anything from Steve Harvey's Act Like a Lady But Think Like a Man book, run for the motherfucking hills. (laughs) You are a woman. You are you. 
Can't nobody tell you shit on how to be a lady Mm-mm. but you. Yeah. Stop playing. It's, it's just, I don't know. I just don't want to see that no more. I don't want to see it because it's not you doing whatever you're doing is not attracting a certain level of part or it's not it's not attracting a different person. Like right. I've met all the type of people. Every single last one. I've met them. everybody. I've met great men and I've also met trash <laughs> like and I ain't changed. I'm the same. <laughs> I'm the same me and I've met them all. So right. no. So I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not subscribing to that. So don't. It is what it is, but I don't know. What else we have to talk about? I, I ain't got nothing else to discuss. We done. <laughs> Are we? Shit, do you got something else you want to discuss? I really don't think so. I think that's it. I don't know. I don't know. Well, well, anyway. What you, what you doing this week? Oh, God, what am I doing this week? Nothing. I don't have any plans <laughs> other than for me to go to work. Um, I'm going to try my best to actually get dressed. I haven't actually put on real clothes to go to work in like three weeks. I even stopped drawing my eyebrows on. I really hit a low. And um, I combed my hair today. So maybe I'll put an outfit on and do some things. And I'm about to go home and comb mine. Yeah. um, So my plan is for me. Oh, one thing that I do want to say is something I want to touch on too. Um, And I've been kind of discussing it with a couple of people. I've been really, really tired lately. So Sue had this like crazy period of something where she was super exhausted. When we got back from San Diego, like I slept out like every night, eight, nine hours. And I was still, I woke up exhausted every single day. So I started back taking vitamins the other day and I'm, I'm committing to cutting red meat out of my diet, red meat, no red meat, no pork, which I don't really eat a lot of red meat or pork anyway. But I noticed I ate nothing but red meat the entire time we were in San Diego with the exception of one meal. Mm. And I think that's why I was tired. It has to be that because that's the only thing that I did different other than drinking alcohol, which I hadn't had liquor in a while too. So both of those things for the most part have to go every now and then I love a steak, but I am committing to cutting that out and possibly um, chicken products to poultry. I don't I know. I had a similar episode, but I mean, I don't eat red. I haven't had red meat in over two years, but mm-hmm. I, I honestly feel like I was dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt so tired, so drained. And it wasn't even like a sleepy tired. I just felt like every little thing I did took too much energy. Like standing up was too much for me. (laughs) Like having a conversation with people. It was one of our friend's birthday party. And I was like struggling the whole time I was there because I just wanted to lay down. Um, But then shortly after, we all did like this water challenge and I started slowly feeling better the more water I was intaking. So I've never been that great at drinking water, but I never want to feel how I was feeling again. So, yeah, I have to be way more mindful of um, drinking water. Like I probably won't be sitting there trying to chug gallons of water every day like we did for this challenge. But I need to always have a water bottle on me. I need to always instead of ordering well I mean that's the thing I don't drink soda or juice anyways but I I'm just not thirsty so I can go hours of not having anything to drink because I'm not thirsty and that's not healthy either so um so since then I have been taking more vitamins I've been taking more iron because um prior to 
cutting meat out of my diet, I was already borderline anemic. And I think that, um, um, not eating like beef and like all that type of stuff, I'm not getting uh, the iron that I need. So I've been taking my iron pills and like all this stuff and just be way more in tune with like how you feel. Um, and that's something that comes with age too. And I'm only 30 and I couldn't imagine, well, 32, but I can't imagine like feeling that done. Right. Older. Yeah, I can't. So I have to get it together. I need to be able to take care of my health in a way that I take care of everything else. And it really has to start with what I'm eating. So yeah, stay hydrated. And I, like I said earlier, like I'm addicted to cheese right now. I'm on like this, um, smoothie cleanse I'm on day five it's getting harder and harder as the days go but I'm trying to stay true to it but my goal which has been really really hard for me and hopefully this time is to I won't cut cheese out but I really have to stop eating so much of it like my cheese intake is ridiculous like especially now since I'm getting into more wines instead of like hard liquor you go to these places and cheese is the pairing and I will eat like the whole block of cheese right I love it I love it but it's not good for you it's (laughs) it's not good for you and I'm trying so hard to be more um mindful of what I'm putting into my body no I'm not about to be a vegan I've already cut enough stuff out of my diet but I want to be I can't I can't just be eating all this cheese I can't yeah so but I don't know I don't really have well, no, I do. I'm going to the East Coast. Um, so we'll see how that, that turns out. My plan, if everything goes right, I should be going to Jersey, New York, Philly, and D.C. I'm going to try to knock it all out um, in a little over a week. So if you are on the East Coast, especially Philly, because I don't really know that many people in Philly, please um you you actually you can just email or dm on a stage 30 account um if you're out there i would love to meet you hang out show me the best place to get a um a vegetarian philly cheesesteak that sounds really strange but i did see some reviews and they have some good ones so (laughs) show me where to get that at um and that's about it um i'll yeah i'm gonna be on the east coast next week all right so Thank you guys for checking us out. You can email us at stage30podcast at gmail.com and hit us up on our social media accounts, Instagram and Twitter at stage30 underscore. Yep. That's it. Bye, y'all. Bye. Yeah. For the downfall.